Hi, Dr. Yas here. In this video, I want to talk about four things that I see people doing at the gym that are directly affecting their ability to get stronger. These are unbelievably common things that you see people doing in the gym. And I'm sure they're getting this information from some basis, whether it's a magazine, some YouTube person, uh, I don't know exactly where they're getting, but it seems like it's fairly common. So these seem to be common concepts that exist in the weightlifting community. But from a scientific perspective, they are both limiting your ability to get stronger and potentially leading to injury. So I want you to understand the difference between the existing understanding of things like the fitness industry, of their medical entities, and what makes the YAS method the YAS method. The YAS method is so severely ingrained in science, whether it's biomechanics, whether it's physics, kinesiology, it's all the elements of science that allow an individual to get the maximal benefit of strengthening because the YAS method has shown that in more than 98% of cases, the cause of pain is muscular. And therefore, the only, the only way to resolve the cause of the symptoms is through the use of targeted progressive resistance exercise. So where you could get away with doing some crappy, non-perfect type of uh, technique in the fitness industry and people are kind of going, that's what you kind of see. People just going through the motion. It's not purposeful. Even though the person has signed up to get stronger, they're not getting all the appropriate information and understanding that allows them to get stronger effectively and with the least chance of injury. So you need to understand that the YAS method is completely separate. It's outside the fitness industry. It's outside the medical industry. It is a self-induced understanding derived from 28 years of treating over 15,000 people, addressing them with muscular deficits, being able to take these people who are in existing pain and being able to strengthen them one muscle at a time as required to resolve their deficits, systemic deficits, as well as functional deficits. And whether you're looking to just strength train for the purposes of feeling better, increase your muscle mass, lose weight, improve your functionality, uh, um, improve bone density, cardiovascular quality, anything that you're strength training for, you want to have the best information available to you. And, 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 and it's the information that both allows you to gain your benefit in the shortest period of time while limiting the chances of injury. So I'm going to go through four things that like I see every day and almost everybody is doing this. So you know that there is some sort of systemic issue. There is some information being transmitted amongst the fitness community that's saying this is right. And it's straight out, <laughs> mechanically not. So before I get into the four things, let me just point out, if you like this video, please give it a thumbs up. If you like my YouTube channel, Dr. Mitchell Yas, please subscribe to get notifications when new videos are added or when I'm live on YouTube. 
if you're having some deficits uh, with pain or other symptoms and some dysfunction, and you'd like to reach out and try to get the Yasmet to help you, contact me by email at drmitch at mitchellyas.com or go to my website, livewithoutpains.com. It's plural, livewithoutpains.com slash sessions, and you can get a virtual Yas Method session, a Yas Method Zoom session. You can get the Yas Method at home at a time that's convenient for you by going to my website. That is livewithoutpains.com slash sessions. Pick the day and time, and you'll be able to schedule a session. Uh, the sessions are videotaped, which makes you have something going forward to make sure that you know what you're doing to be able to form these exercises accurately utilizing the optimal amount of resistance to get you to the goals you're seeking in the shortest period of time. All right. So with that said, let's move forward. The very first thing that I see people doing pretty much most people is squatting with plates under their feet, under their heels, specifically squatting with plates under their heels. Why is that so bad? All you have to do is imagine that if you put your heels higher than your feet, the balls of your feet, take a guess which you're going to weight bear on more, the heels or the balls of the feet. It's clearly going to be more the balls of the feet. You are leading yourself to push up through the balls of your feet, not your heels. Well, it would be very important to understand that if you're pushing through the balls of your feet, that is being done by your calves. The quads only kick in when pushing through the heel. So what you're doing by putting these weights under your heels is basically inciting a situation where you can maximally not use your quads. You can only use your calves, right? Now, the other point to be made is that for the quad to be worked most effectively, you need to see that knee directly over the heel. That's where the shin is perpendicular to the ground, and that's when the quad has the best ability to create force. Well, you could see that if you put that plate weight under your heel, it's going to drive the knee completely forward. In fact, this particular guy's knee is actually completely in front of his toes. There is no way that you can use the lower leg as a fulcrum, which is its intent, for the quad to pull off of to create a vertical movement when the knee is that far in front of the ankle or the heel, a pure squat position is where the knee is directly un over, again, either the ankle or the heel. You can have, have no movement of the knee forward, and putting plates under the heels will incite that to happen. So you have the wrong position of the knee, and you're inciting yourself to push up through your calves not with your quads. Stop putting plates under your heels. It is actually limiting your chance of strengthening your quads. Number two. That one should have hit home to a lot of people. I see. I can't believe how many people. This is one of the biggest things you see in gyms, especially big gyms. The walking lunge. The walking lunge. What the hell is this? What the hell is this supposed to be strengthened? 
you see most people using no weight. And even if you see people using weight, they're using virtually no weight. What's wrong with that? Well, there's a linear relationship between strength and muscle mass. So if you want to make more muscle mass, you're going to have to increase strength. If you want to increase strength, you're going to have to cause a muscle to adapt to greater and greater resistances. Using zero resistance means you're adapting to nothing. Therefore, you can't possibly get stronger by doing this. Number two, the quad creates knee extension, which means that you could go from your knee bent to 90 degrees to where your knee is straight. Well, that would get you up off the ground, but that's not going to get you to moving forward so that you could now put your next foot in front of you. The only way you could do that is to push off your back leg. Well, you're pushing off your notice. What do you notice? That back leg, you're on the balls of your feet. So when you're pushing, you're using what? I just mentioned it. You're using your calf. So you're using the calf of the back leg to push you forward. How does that help you strengthen the quad of the front leg? It doesn't. It's worthless. It's worthless. And for anybody to say that they think that this is a hip extension exercise, well, if you notice in this particular case, the woman is maintaining a neutral position of her hip. She's basically keeping the thigh under the torso throughout most of this motion. So there's not even hip extension, which is where you supposedly strengthen the butt. This is primarily a knee extension exercise. The knee is bent and then you straighten the knee. Therefore, it's a knee extension exercise. So the lunge properly is designed to strengthen one singular quad, but you got to do it in a set position with no walking. You simply get down and stand up, get down and stand up, or, or basically go with the knee bent and then, and then straighten the knee. Go down to a 90 degree bend and then straighten the knee. And you have to be doing it with progressive resistance. That's it. The walking lunge is completely baseless. It's a fad. It's the plank. It's no different than a bunch of other. It's the, it's the pushing the tire. It's the pushing the sled. It has nothing to do with isolating and strengthening an individual muscle. If you're doing this and you think that you're strengthening your quads, you're solely mistaken. Science. Science will tell you what's true, what's real. You have to know about biomechanics, force vectors. You have to know about kinematics, how forces are created. Uh, kinetics, I'm sorry. Kinematics, how joint, uh, the joints move in a way to allow for force to be created. This is all part of the OS method. This is outside fitness, outside physical therapy. Stop doing walking lunges if you're trying to get strong. Number three, horizontal movements with weights. Here's a guy doing external rotation with a plate in his hand. What's wrong with this? Well, which way does gravity push when it's applying its force, which is what weight represents? It's vertical, perpendicular to the ground. Which way is this guy moving? Horizontal. Is moving horizontal. Well, how would a horizontal movement apply to the weight that he's holding? It doesn't apply at all. Zero. I don't care how much weight he has in his hand. The weight, when moved horizontally, 
will not apply any force to the muscle that's moving the arm horizontally, which is the rotator cuff. He's doing external rotation. So every time I see somebody in a gym and they've got a plate weight or a little weight or some kind of nonsensical weight and they're moving horizontally, you know that they simply have no understanding of the fact that that weight is trying to push them down and they're moving a 90 degree angle to the force of the weight. Therefore, they're not moving 180 degrees to the force of the weight. If you're pulling against the resistance, the muscle is supposed to be pulling or pushing at a 180 degree angle to the force of the resistance. So if we're using free weight and it's going down, which is what gravity does, it pushes weight down, you better be pushing directly up, not horizontal, 90 degrees. Anyone doing any exercise with a free weight that's horizontal is accomplishing literally zero, zero. And if you notice, nobody ever uses heavy weight. The reason is because if he used enough weight, the weight would push him down. He wouldn't even be able to hold the hand up at that position and move it horizontal. That's how you know that the exercise is baseless. Don't do any exercise with free weight if you're moving your arm horizontal. Don't move 90 degrees to the force of the weight. You always move 180 degrees to the force of the weight. And finally, the ever popular walking lunge, uh, hip abduction, sorry. The walking hip abduction. What's wrong with this? Number one, let's pretend that she's moving this leg this way. What is the amount of force applied on this leg to support the resistance band? Well, it's a lot of force. This is If she moves that leg this way, that band is going to try to pull this leg that way with it. So it's going to have to work to stabilize so that the band can create resistance for her to push that way. Well, why would you want any energy expended in supporting the end of the band to allow the band to be pulled? You would rather have this band locked on some sort of device and then pull so that you're not wasting any energy to secure the band. The band should be secured to something or use a cable system. But the idea of having the band attached to two legs and when you pull that way with this leg, this leg's going to have to fight the desire of it to want to be pulled that way with the band so that you're using, wasting, completely wasting energy supporting the band here, it's insane. This, is, this makes no sense. It's completely baseless in the idea of trying to maximize a singular muscle's ability to pull against resistance, which is at the core of strength training. The YAS method concept of strength training is that all muscles are at rest other than the muscle that is trying to create the resistance. That's the only muscle that's creating force. The rest of your muscle should be as stable and rested as possible. Here you're inciting the other leg to work for no reason. This is a worthless way of strengthening hip abduction. Either use a, a cable system or attach the end of the band to a machine, but do not attach the band to one leg and then ask it to stabilize while the other leg is pulling. It is completely inefficient.
a complete waste of energy, completely limiting the ability of you to get strong. Then just look at this range of motion. The gluteus medius muscle, which is the primary hip abductor, attaches from the pelvic rim to the hip joint. It can only pull one end to the other. So the true way of doing hip abduction is that you start with your feet together. The foot is at midline. And you only allow the foot to be moved out until the outer portion of the ankle meets the outer portion of the hip. That's a three to four inch movement. If you were to look at this person, you would see that what's happening is that as she gets outside there, the thing that's going to want to happen isn't that the gluteus medius is going to want to strengthen. The pelvis is going to try to move closer up towards the rib cage. When you move your leg that far outside of the line of the pelvis. So what you're actually strengthening is your lower back muscles. The majority of this work from this point out is primarily working the lower back muscles. And you would see it and know it because you would see this person's pelvis rising as they're doing it. It's very obvious when you do a single leg. So if she was standing and moving this leg, you wouldn't see any hip abduction. You would be seeing this rise every time. The gluteus medius only works from the midline till the outer portion of the ankle meets the outer portion of the hip, which basically is when your leg is perpendicular to the ground. So here you have inefficiency by causing one muscle that you're standing on to try to stabilize while the other muscle is pulling, complete waste of energy, and you're not even going through the proper range of motion. Okay, so hopefully in that discussion, you start to recognize, well, there's a lot of things out there that are being told to people that they should be doing things this way. And as usual, there's the preposition, well, if enough people say it, it must be true. But it simply isn't. It just isn't. And if you're looking for a safe, effective means of getting stronger, then you need the scientific evidence. You need the scientific understanding. That's what the YAS method has. That's what separates it. This, hopefully, is a great representation of that. I hope that people benefit from this information. Man, I hope you call me. I hope you say, wow, I've never heard that. All these people, I watch them in the gym, they're doing it this way. You said something completely different. Call me. Let's discuss it. Let's get you the information you need so you can get to your goals safely and without the chance of injuring yourself. Okay, that's what the YAS method is here for. I hope people recognize the value of this information and utilize it. And if you're looking for help, if you're getting the sense that the medical system has failed you, it's been months or years, you're still in pain, you, you got to stop and say, well, why do you think that is? And, and these people are telling you this this is the answer. This is the way it, things have to be. Well, at some point, you got to say, if they're not getting the, the results you're looking for, you're going to have to start saying to yourself, well, maybe they don't know what they don't know. Maybe their education, maybe their training just isn't correct. And what's the evidence of that? 130 million Americans suffering from chronic pain and 1 billion people worldwide. An opioid epidemic, depression skyrocketing, suicide rates up. Does that sound like a system that knows what it's doing? Of course not. And at some point, you're going to have to make the decision to move away from it and try something new outside of the medical establishment. And that's what the YAS method is. Let me be very clear. 
I am saying that in more than 98% of cases, the cause of pain is muscular. You do not have a medical issue creating your symptoms. You have a fitness-based issue. You have certain weaknesses or imbalances muscularly that are creating your symptoms and leading to your dysfunction. That is outside the medical system understanding. Hopefully, these types of videos are helping you to understand why this is so different and why you should get the YAS method. And the great news is I live in Jacksonville, Florida. If you happen to be in the area and want an in-person session, God bless. But if not, you don't need that in-person session. You could get the YAS method safely and effectively by virtue of a YAS method Zoom session. They're available. Again, you can go to www.livewithoutpainsplural.com slash sessions. Livewithoutpains.com slash sessions. If you want to email me, you could do so by emailing me at my uh, email address, drmitch at mitchellyas.com. They'll be in the description, all right? So for now, this is Dr. Mitchell Yas wishing you a pain-free, fully functional life. Bye-bye for now. Bye.